Welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month my very special guest is none other than my mate from the same state, the conquistador who beats the score, the boss with the sauce. You guessed it, it's Rocket Sauce. How you doing, Sauce? Can I call you Sauce? You may call me Sauce. Do or other... you can call me Ryan, whatever is easier for you. No, I prefer Sauce. Do other people call you Sauce? Some people do. All right, then I'm going to call you Ryan because I want it okay. to be special. So, Ryan, welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Now, I say the mate, my mate from the same state, um, even though we're not actually living in the same state now, but we are both from Wisconsin. huh? That is correct. So that's worth that is... something, I think. Yeah. Two clubbers from the same state. Wisconsin. We're taking over. We're taking over. Uh, well, glad to have you here, Sauce. No, sorry, Ryan. Glad to hear. <laughs> Glad to have you here, Ryan. And let's just jump right into it. For this month's CC Portable game, we played Tetris DS for the Nintendo DS. And in the first CC combo, Combo Breaker, we teamed up with Beat My Score, or or rather the Beat My Score Challenge, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. But first, let's talk about the game uh, in question, and that is Tetris DS. So. Tetris. I mean, what's there to say about Tetris? We've all played Tetris. We all know Tetris. It's a classic, but this is no ordinary Tetris. No, this is a Nintendo-fied version of Tetris. And what does Nintendo-fied mean? Well, that's it's it's filled with just all sorts of Nintendo goodness. It's got the music. It's got uh, the characters. When you're playing games, it'll have a little screen on the since it's on the DS. The top screen will show little animations. Uh, walking you through the levels. Of course, you never watch it. Did you ever watch that? You couldn't, could you? No, because it's really distracting. You know, like when stuff's coming down, especially when it gets to those higher levels. What you know? <laughs> you know. Maybe the only thing you can maybe do. I mean, when it comes to the strategy, is if you keep keep spinning it, you can maybe as long as you keep spinning, you can you know maybe look up to see what's happening. But uh, you maybe get the brief glance of what is your background, but really have if, no chance to pay attention to what's happening for real. And maybe if, I guess someone was watching over your shoulder, they could watch it, but otherwise, mm -hmm. it, I mean, I guess it's neat, but it, yeah, it's completely unnecessary because you can't really watch it while you're playing Tetris. Mm -hmm. um, but what else? Yeah, so this Tetris offers not just one, but six different modes of play, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, but the real... Uh, like crowning achievement of this game in my opinion is the multiplayer now when this first came out it offered the wireless and wi-fi multiplayer so you could play against i could play against you from california where i'm sitting and i could play you in wisconsin but of course that doesn't exist anymore but what does exist is the local wireless and this is so awesome for this game you can get up to 10 players with one game card all it takes is one of you to have one you get 10 friends with ds's and you can play 10 person competitive tetris how awesome is that so you don't need another cartridge as long as one person has a ds yep uh and and what's it called the game you can play it it automatically streams it to another person's 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I am not aware of that feature. That's something I have to try next time I uh, over by a friend's house who has a DS just to, to see it in action. If you have a chance, you really got to try out the the wireless playing. I did it with a buddy of mine, and it's really fun. One of the cool things you get, I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but one of the uh, cool little perks is, and the other like Nintendo-fied version of Tetris is they give you weapons to use against your competitors. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, so like in like Smash Brothers, you know, you, you, you can either play normal and no, not use the weapons, or you can have all the crazy crap that they throw at you. And it's just like it in this. So if like you get a mushroom and you use that against your opponent, um, it'll make the uh, tetron. How do you say it? Tetronomos. Tetronomos. Um, move That's faster. Move faster against your opponent. And you can do all sorts of crazy stuff. It's really fun. Did um, so? Is that a feature that you can turn off or on? I mean, like if you don't want to play with that, if you just want to play straight up basic Tetris, or another great or that... question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> I suppose you could just you know be men or women about it and say hey let's not use any weapons this time right 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 yeah that's what you that's what you could do um so yeah that's basically tetris ds in a nutshell it's a really good package it 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 has a lot to offer um so let's get into it the big question i always have a big question for these portable games and the big question i have today for you ryan and our listeners is this is this the definitive version of Tetris? Um, I'm going to say no. And the only reason why I say that is because there's a Tetris documentary that I've seen a year ago. Now, now I'm probably terrible for not remembering the name, but I think at least for competition-wise, and at least seen in Portland last year, they have Tetris tournaments, and they just use the the basic one that's on the NES is seen as the definitive one. And I... I, I don't know exactly why. The I NES? think it has something. Yeah, the NES, the original one, not the Tension one, the Nintendo officially one, official one for what? the NES. They're saying yeah. that's the definitive. That's what you're saying is the definitive version. Yeah, because if it's in, if it's used in competitions, that's the definitive one, in my opinion. Uh, okay, but now, let's take out competition. Is it the definitive version? I would say Tetris DS is the most fun version of Tetris. Yeah, but we're not talking about that. Let's get back to the NES one. If you yeah. if you take away that that's the one that's used in all the competitions, mm-hmm. is that the definitive version, NES? I'm going to say yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, that's it's your opinion. You're entitled yeah. to have that, and it's you can make a strong case for it because Tetris is one of those games you don't need all the bells and whistles. The game is perfect in and of itself, and that's what you get on the NES cart. So, you know, they, I mean, you, could, you could make that argument, totally. I mean, that's the one I also have, I have probably the most nostalgia for, too. Um, it's the one I've played the most in my life. I've, uh, I believe it has a little Nintendo-esque versions in there, too. Like, if you beat the game, don't you get to see, like, Link, Donkey Kong, and Mario dance at the top of the screen? Uh, if you beat I, this I, one? No, the classic NES version. Oh, I don't know. I suck at Tetris, so <laughs> don't don't ask me about like rewards you get. <laughs> I can barely make it past like five lines. Tetris is one of those games, though, for me. Like when I see it, though, it's one of the first things I think is the NES version. So I I still see because I've been playing Tetris for when did the Tetris come out? Eighty seven or maybe before uh, that? Something like that. Yeah. But from for as long as I can remember it being, I remember it on the NES. That's the first thing I see version. I I've seen it 
multiple versions over the years. I've seen it on, you know, Texas Instrument Calculators. I've Ooh. seen it, you know, I've, I've played it on those through high school. 1984 is when it's it close. came out. You were close. It's close. Um, I know it was a, a Soviet, a Soviet made a, a Russian, he made yeah. the game. Yes. And made, made no money off it. Uh, correct. Uh, and his name was uh, Alexei Pajitnov. Boom. Boom. Uh, boom. And uh, uh, d- just before I forget, uh, the documentary you were talking about was Ecstasy of Order, the Tetris Masters. You want to check a, that it's, out? Have you, have you seen that movie? Or Absolutely not. I'm just, oh, I just searched it after you said it. <laughs> it's it's last time I checked it, it was free on like Hulu and YouTube. So uh, check there, folks, if you want to check it out. Um, so Rocket Sauce and Ebert give it two thumbs up. Yeah, it's a Rocket Sauce recommendation. Ooh. Uh, but uh, if you're a fan of Tetris, I would say check it out. Um, but it's like I said, the if we're talking about definitive, I would say the NES one is, and it's mostly just because my nostalgia leads to it. It's the one I played the most. Um, and since that's the one I associate, when I think of Tetris, that's the first thing I think of is that NES version. Not the Game um, Boy I, one, huh? No, I never, well, I never had the Game Boy. Now I know it, it helped sell the Game Boy. It was one of those, you know, uh, what do you call it, IPs that, you know, was a console mover for the Game yeah. Boy. And I know people who, like killer friends who app, said their parents, right? That's it's a killer app, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know people who've told me that their parents bought Game Boys specifically for Tetris. Uh, you could argue that that is the definitive version. It depends on what parameters you're setting for what is the definitive version. But I think they're saying this one is the definitive version. The they, who said this, they, they are saying this is the definitive version of Tetris because of all the bells and whistles and Nintendo-fied stuff. And I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm in the middle. I don't know if I agree that this is the definitive version of Tetris. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's very good, and it's very fun. Do we want to get into the mechanics of the game a little bit here? Or? Well, for all of those listeners out there who don't know how Tetris works, Ryan, please inform us. So there are several blocks. Um, They're called tetrominoes. You know, several tetrominoes. Say it five uh, times fast. I'm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... I don't know how many exa- exactly, right? Is there four or five or six? Uh, there is five. Let's see. There's the straight one. Yep. There's they're the, all they're the all made I. up of four squares. Correct. They're different combinations of four squares. There's a straight line. There's a square. There's a square. There's the, there's Z, the, the two Z's. And a, well, like and, a small T. And then a small T. Yeah. And that's uh, it. So f- oh no no no! So and then there's the L's. There's the two L's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so seven. Is that seven. Okay. Yeah. But so basically the goal is to stack, keep stacking and stacking and trying to make the, the way to make the most scores is to capitalize on a Tetris, which is stacking four lines together. And if you can line them all up to line where you would end your stack of four lines, it'll say, at least on this version, it says Tetris, which is, I believe, the highest scores you can get um, with it. Uh but ultimately, the more lines you clear, you don't have to clear four. As long as you clear one line in a row, the line will break, and you'll get points. And the goal is to never get to the top of the screen, because as soon as you fill up the screen, it's game over. Couldn't have said it better myself. A fine explanation of the game that is tre- Tetris. And yes, that's where it gets its namesake from the Tetris, the clearing of four lines at once. So, I don't think we answered the question, is this the definitive version? 
So I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on the forums. You can check them out at cartridgeclub.org and let us know what you think is the definitive version of Tetris and is it Tetris DS? But there's some other questions that I had for our listeners out there. And I love doing the polls on Twitter. You like the polls there, Ryan? I love the polls. It's great. Chris. I love designing them. You get to pick four choices. I, sometimes I wish you could pick more. You can pick mm -hmm. if you want them for like a couple hours, a day, a week, a month. It's really fun making polls. But I had yeah. one specific CC portable poll for this month for Tetris DS. And my question was, what's your favorite mode in Tetris DS aside from standard? Ah, aside from standard. And I did not include touch mainly because you only get four slots. Uh, but also, I think Touch is probably the worst one. Do you agree? Of the, that's of the, the one where ones? that's the one where you have to use the stylus, correct? you got to use the stylus, yeah. I, I, I could not play that one. That it, was one of the ones I immediately shut off. I pressed the B back button to get me out of that screen. I did not enjoy that, that mode. Right. And so, I mean, let, let, we can use this moment to kind of talk about the other five uh, modes you got. So Touch, like we said, you use the stylus. Um, and it's weird because you can, you can flip them and you can set them down. I just found it very difficult. You, you kind of yeah. guide them with the stylus and it's very difficult. And I can't imagine what it would be like when you get up into the higher levels, when it gets really fast. Mm -hmm. And apparently but, when it does get fast, you can't even flip them anymore. You just got to set them down. It was one of those ones where I didn't even realize, cause number one, I guess you should always read the instructions. I'm I'm a man though. I don't like reading instructions. So Amen. when I first turned on that screen, I I saw that these blocks were all over the place here, and I had no clue what to do. So I, when I originally hit back, then I went and read the instructions, and it says use the stylus to move your blocks on the touch screen, and then moving them left and right to make them fall. And I'm like, no, this this isn't working here. I you know I give up. I probably didn't even put like two minutes worth of effort into trying that one after that. Yeah, no, and that's why I did not include it on the CC Portable poll. And the other ones, so let's see, we got Push. Did you play Push? I did play Push. So Push is kind of like a, I would describe it as a tug-of-war tug of type Tetris. That's an excellent description of it. Right, cause... you're kind of trying to push the, the Tetrominoes or whatever, the rows against the CPU in my case because I played against the computer, and it was hard. Mm -hmm. Did you... Uh... Uh... You, you you played that and you had the I've same. I beat experience. him once. I beat him once on easy. So yes, uh, but yes, the first three times I lost because I I just wasn't. It it took me about two games to realize what I needed to do basically. So just you, basically, you're both setting your own Tetris, you're, but you're also trying to set lines because you don't want uh, you want to keep clear lines on the guy. Uh, I right. gave I gave up trying to stack Tetris against him, and I was just doing one line at a time, and that was the easiest for me to think to do. Easiest thing for me to do to beat the computer. You got to be quick. That that's the yeah. thing. You don't have time to set up Tetrises. That that CPU is just like on it. And that's the other mm -hmm. thing is like I've read that the CPU is really unforgiving in this game and really hard to play against. I don't like playing anything against the CPU in this. Mm -hmm. Level one. That's it. Yeah. No. I'll yeah. I'll take level one. But that that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. Touch push. Next one is puzzle. Um, and this one is, this one's good because it gives you a little bit of time to think you, mm -hmm. you kind of, it's, it's like a, it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Like you have to figure out the perfect ways to fit the tetrominoes in, um, in the puzzle, right? Yeah. You're essentially, you're essentially given 
three pieces and you have to figure out how using these three pieces how to clear all the tetris the traumanos is it correctly yeah. uh so you have to clear the screen with these three uh tetris blocks that they give you um i enjoy this one a lot even though i couldn't make it very far um but it was one i enjoyed the most and the layout is kind of like is it yoshi's cookie or is it just yoshi I just found those games to be very similar to it. Uh, oh. Yes, that's a good question. It's one of those two. Yoshi or Yoshi's mm-hmm. Cookies, whatever. Go play it. That one actually I think was my favorite was mm-hmm. Puzzle. Just because it gave you time to think. Tetris is all about like getting your heartbeat up and like you don't got time. You don't got time to think. You actually have time to think in this. I really enjoyed that. And I like those little brain teaser puzzles like that. I, that was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, uh, that got me going. And then the next one was Mission. And this is similar to puzzle, but you're you're it's moving. You know, you 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 mm-hmm. you are kind of on a time limit there, but you have to accomplish certain goals. Like you need to, uh, what's a certain goal that you, you had to do? So like, so the first one would be is to, and it's listed on the top screen, and you play Tetris on the bottom screen. Um, they'll tell you as an example, clear three lines at once. So you will have to stack the Tetris like that. And when, after you clear that, then it gives you another mission. And eventually like, at least with the, the marathon setting, you'll keep going and going and going until eventually you're maxed out at the top of the screen. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was, I, I liked that one. That one was enjoyable as well. Um, and then the final one was catch. And this is a really bizarre one where you, it's Metroid themed, first of all, and you are kind of, this floating blob of tetrominoes that you need to spin and collect falling tetrominoes to kind of make a bigger um, tetromino. And, and you, you kind of create squares instead of lines to uh, get your score and, and remove them, right? Am I, am I describing that terribly? This, this, one's, this one's kind of... I was kind of confused by this one. Now, I kept playing because it wouldn't end for me. Uh, right. So I imagine I was doing it correctly. Um, but I guess it's, I don't know. I guess it explodes every once in a while, and then you're back to, I don't know if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I didn't really understand, but I guess I was doing good at it. You know, I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get into that one too much. That was uh, probably next to touch. That was my least favorite. But hey, who says Nintendo doesn't care about Metroid? <laughs> you got that right. It's making a cameo in Tetris DS. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, th- th- so those are the extra modes. And back to the question at hand: What is your favorite mode in Tetris DS aside from standard, touch not included, because it sucks? So we had 15 total votes of clubbers chiming in, and we had uh, for push, we had 33% said they liked push the best. Uh, 33% said they liked puzzle the best. So that was those were the top two push and puzzle, and then uh, mission close behind that with twenty seven percent, and then heading up the rear was catch with seven percent. And I did the math. I know who voted for catch, and that was buried on Mars. So buried on Mars, you are alone in your love for catch. <laughs> you know what's funny? So Barry, I asked, I, I did the poll, and buried on Mars asked, "What's the one that's Metroid themed?" And I was like, "I don't know." Um, I don't think there is one that's Metroid themed. And then he went and found it and he's like, it's catch. Uh, and then he said specifically, and I may, I may be reading into this, but he said like, um, hope you have a good podcast or something. But I read it as very sarcastic as you would. It's mm-hmm. buried on Mars. Of course. Yeah. Curmudgeonly. 
Um, he could have been honestly saying, "Have hope, hope you have a good podcast." But I felt like he was rubbing it in my face because I didn't know which one was the Metroid themed one. Yeah, <laughs> jokes well, on him. Jokes on you because nobody else likes Catch Mars. So yeah. suck it. Uh, so you thank know, you guys for chiming in. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was gonna say I originally voted for Push, but I would have changed my vote to Puzzle. It's just I played Push more before I played Puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I was coming down to it, I was just kind of it was a, a panic vote, if you will. You know, it's just one of those, <laughs> it. It was where I was just like, uh, I'll pick this one, and then the all then important after, CC after portable poll like, is ending. What am I going to vote for? And it was a real nail biter. So then now that like you know, I figured since I was going to be on here, I could at least correct my vote, which would make Puzzle the winner now. Well, there you go. All right. Boom. Ooh. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Puzzle is now the clear, definitive winner, aside from standard. Um, so, this the last CC Portable. I, uh, you know, I, I talked about how I collect Nintendo Powers, and that's a thing I do. And I incorporated a little article for Donkey Kong from Nintendo Power, and people seem to enjoy that. So I, I dug out another Nintendo Power. I, you know, it's very hard to find what game is talked about in what issue of Nintendo Power. Did you know that? Yes, I imagine so. There's no search engine that you can just look up, like, when do they talk about Tetris DS? So I had to, uh, you know, mine through around that time when it, um, when it came out. And I happened to find a couple issues that talked about Tetris DS, and that was issues 202 and 203. I'm going to be reading from 203 because, to be honest, they, they kind of say the same thing. They, 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 one is, hey, this new game's coming out. These are all its new features. And this one basically is a review of it. And it's like, hey, this new game just came out, and here's all the cool features. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. But I wanted to read gotcha. from the review. And so I'll just pick a couple uh, choice things. They definitely... Can I, oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Can I ask what, what year is the issue from? Yeah, so this is issue uh, two th- or 203, volume 203 from May 2006. Gotcha. Now, Ryan, I got a question for you. What do you think Nintendo Power rated tetris ds out of 10 i'm gonna say because knowing nintendo that's why reason i was asking at what year this came out yeah so this is one of the years where i would say nintendo is really forgiving they they had a tendency to give scores way higher score than if it was on a nintendo console mm-hmm. uh higher than most other reviewing sites so i'm gonna say they gave this one an 8.5 out of 10 wow that's that's pretty high ryan yeah, that's pretty high, but not high enough. Oh. They gave this a near perfect score of 9.5. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. And I'm just looking at what's on the next page. And you're so right. Uh, so on the next page is Naruto Clash of the Ninja. That got a seven. Mm-hmm. Tao's Adventure Curse of the Demon Seal. That got a six. That's and then a classic. <laughs> yeah. And then Middle Manager got a seven. They're like, I, I clearly remember one of those from that era, too, is like this game, it, it like it sounded like it was a terrible review and a like 7.5. And I was like, wow, OK, so it's like you really didn't like this one here. <laughs> right. So. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's read a little bit from what they said. And, and the guy said uh, the, the name of the review is Tetris Nirvana. So obviously they were they had a hard on for uh, this game. What makes a puzzle action game incredible? Not just good, but awesome that it rises above the annual crop. 
It takes a lot more than it did in 1989 when Tetris exploded on the Game Boy scene, and no title has matched its intensity since. I would argue that. So it's befitting that Tetris DS finally does the trick, partially because the game has a killer combo of original Tetris gameplay and new takes on Tetris that are truly inspired. It's also partially because Tetris DS sprinkles every game mode with retro Nintendo eye candy. Necessary? Maybe not. But the Nintendo faithful will get a big kick out of bumping into the sights and sounds of 8-bit titles like The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Bros., and Donkey Kong. And then they go on to talk about all the different modes and how awesome it is. And it is just a big old wank fest about how awesome Tetris DS is. Nice. So there you go. That's your little uh, insight into what Nintendo Power was thinking at the time in May 2006 about uh, Tetris DS. So, Ryan. Yes. Let's get into the question round. I'm going to hit you with some questions. I've been talking way too much, but now it's time for you. Hit me. So, question number one. Ryan, who is this game for? Anyone with a DS or 3DS. Anyone with a DS. Does you're, yeah. you're talking little kids to grandmas and grandpas. I never met a person who hated Tetris, except for maybe I guess P1, because I haven't seen him play it. So uh, maybe everyone except for P1. There you go. I agree. I think Tetris is for everyone. It's really fun, addictive, easy game. Um, you know, you can just pick up and play it. That leads into my second question. Is this a good portable game? Because not every game that came out for a portable handheld system was a good portable game. Absolutely. I took this to a family party uh, earlier in the month, and they got me away and killed a couple hours so I didn't have to talk to family. So, yes, it was a fantastic portable game. You know, a lot of people have said that this is way easier than the Game Boy version. Mm -hmm. Have you played either? I have played the original. Would you say uh, that that is an apt observation? Yes, it's. Uh, I would say I would say that one is a little bit harder because it just. I don't know. I had no luck getting that one. Basically, it yeah. was. It was. Yeah. It was really rough to go. Granted, that's. Is that the first one to ever come out? Like for yeah, the the Game Boy one. Yeah. Yeah. It like to the mass public, I guess. Right. Game I believe Boy? so. Yeah. Yeah. So that one. That one feels like it's. That one feels a little cavemanic or archaic, if you will. Sure. I think it's just a little, you know, a little too. It's not my favorite version. I'll just say, it's a little. Yeah. It's pretty tough. So, and this one, perhaps they did lighten up the, you know, difficulty, mm-hmm. which I guess is good. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you didn't like about this particular game, Tetris DS? Uh, touch. <laughs> and uh <laughs> what about any um, of the aesthetics no you know i i liked i liked uh i liked the little nintendo touch to it um one thing i didn't care for the game is the hard drop that was a feature of this game by tapping up the blocks would immediately crash to the to the bottom right uh, yes i i bumped that so many times and i was glad when fitnat told me you can turn that off i, I really should have looked at all the options in this game but you know, I just I just like to get up and go. You know, I don't, I don't have time to be looking around in instructions. Sure. So, the bi- the but, biggest uh, issue I had was probably with the music, um, mm-hmm. which was great because you got to hear all these Nintendo tunes, which is always fun. But every time you start a game, it's always Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, and you just have to hear it over and over and over again. And you got this wealth 
of Nintendo music, it would have been nice to have like a, a randomizer mode or something. So you just you don't know what you're going to get. Understandable. But other than that, there's I don't I don't think there's a whole lot to hate on with this game. They they got it pretty good. Agreed. Cool. So if my final question, if you were going to rate this from one to five, with five being perfect, Ryan, what would you rate this game? A nice solid four. I, I had a I had a great time playing it. Uh, it was Tetris. It'd be a game that I would probably have uh, take with me on road trips. Basically, it's just even if it's just for like an, it's a great like hour pickup game in my opinion, where I could just play it for an hour or so, or even a half hour. Uh, so I, I liked it for that reason. It was perfect for a portable game. Agreed. And I'm gonna agree with you again that I would give it a four as well. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. but very few games are. But this is just about as good as you can be without being perfect. Agreed. So, with the question round over, why don't we get into the beat my score results? So, Ryan, right. I'm gonna kind of hand it over to you and let you just go do your thing, man. All right. Well, we'll go do some honorable mentions here first. We want to do that, correct? Uh, absolutely so do we want to give we want to give mr q dog the mighty one mighty q dog eric a shout out for his play in the original game boy version um do you happen to have a score up by chance uh i can certainly get it and i think he is the only one that played or at least showed us that he played the uh, original game right correct i don't think Um, anybody else oh i have it right here it is 114,619. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for that one. That's that way one, higher than I got, so. Yeah. And I know Fitnat, he tried the original one. Oh, I take that back. Yeah, so Fitnat also played it. And I know he had a much harder time. So mm-hmm. Q-Dog, uh, Mighty Q-Dog takes the cake on the original Tetris for the Game Boy as far as this recording. Mm-hmm. Feel free to challenge him at any time, folks. You just go to Beat My Score Challenge in the forums on cartridgeclub.org, and you can find out if you can beat him. And I'll, I'll just get mine out of the way. And Curtis, do you want to do yours? Should we see yours first? <laughs> oh, can I just preface this with saying that I suck at Tetris? I mean, I really suck. I So many people were beating the 200-line challenge in this game, and I don't think I ever got past 130 lines. And, and, and just a saying, I guess, with... Now, this is a little late from the gameplay, but essentially you get credits in which I would consider a beaten game if you clear 200 lines. So ultimately the goal is, I guess, 200 lines for this game, and then... After that, um, I believe it's unlimited lines because the game just automatically it. shuts off. Yeah. Right. Once a- you beat the 200 lines, lines, you can do endless mode. Yes. So that's how you can really get the highest score. Uh, we found out courtesy of Dean first that the lines max out, out at 9.99, right? That's correct, yes. 9.99. Uh, so after that, that's why lo- there was supposed to be two challenges for this challenge. Uh, but we when we found out that it maxes out, we kind of just threw it out the window. Dean, you're the first one to break that record, so you'll get all the you know all the credit for doing that and figuring that out. We'll just say Dean won the line challenge uh, okay. at nine ninety nine. Um, so but did Curtis, you want to hear my score? Yes, I would love to hear your score. So I I got one hundred and thirty lines, level fourteen. My final score was a hundred and ten thousand eight hundred and seventeen. Round of now, applause. Now that's it, that's pretty good compared to Mighty Q Dog, mm-hmm. but again, 
two different games we're talking about here. Yeah. And by Tetris DS standards, especially what I know is coming up, not very good. No. That's okay. At least you tried, right? And that's what it's about, people. Can we just take a moment to say that about the Beat My Score Challenge? It's not about once you see someone post a high score and then you're like, oh, well, I'll never be that good. It's about just try and do, challenge yourself first and then see if how you stack up against everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I'll give Bill a shout out even for just trying here. Uh, it looks <laughs> like his, his max score is 400 or 41,965. So give him around <laughs> 77 lines. I'll give him, you know, hey, he participated. You know, round of applause for that. There you go. He gets a participation, Reverend. <laughs> he yeah. did worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing, Bill. <laughs> but again, guys, you know, it's not about making no. fun of who's the worst at Tetris DS, Bill. It's about just going out there and having fun with yourself and seeing if you can. I don't know. I'm just talking BS right now. That's <laughs> Bill. <laughs> All right. Well, I will give my score right here, which is 266,770. Uh, now, I maxed out at 200 lines. Um, and, you know, honestly, I, I tried doing it a couple of days ago. Again, trying to get past it, but I kept crapping out at like 130 lines. Um, I was just in the zone that day. I, I kind of kept getting better, progressively better and better and better or to the point where I, I thought I could do it. And eventually, I think once I broke the 100, uh, I broke the, when I broke it at 100 lines, I was at the bare bottom where I had no lines on the, bo on the bottom. So I felt like I was in a, a good zone there that day. I, maybe it takes a couple hours of just getting into it, getting it down. But uh, when I tried playing the other day, I couldn't reach that peak again. Um, but my my like I said my high score was two hundred sixty six thousand seven hundred seventy. So that's pretty good. That's that's, that's pretty double good. mine and a little bit more. But there's a lot better here. Um, now we're just gonna do the top three scores here, and as of this recording, these are the scores. So um, there's still a couple days left in the month, so these scores can be beaten, and we do encourage them. If you wanna post your score, please use the hashtag CCBMS. And uh, post it on the forums if you can. Um, but as of this recording right now, in third place, we have Dean, Round 2 Gaming, uh, with 2,458,852. Now, I'm sorry if you have a higher score, but that's the highest I have seen for your score right now, Dean. Uh, I imagine you have one higher and ready to go. But as of right now, that's what I can find. Uh, that's still pretty place, darn good. That's pretty damn good. Like I said, he... <laughs> Conquered 999 for the lines first before anyone else. So you get credit for you win that challenge, Dean. There you go. Uh, Fitnat, you're at second place with 7,408,950. Uh, but we have a newcomer here. Uh, and this one came down just a couple days ago from Krista X Edge, aka Matt Bandy's wife, with 9,865,000. 976 so holy friggin crap now can i exactly. just say i got to hang out i had the pleasure of hanging out with mr matt bandy and his wife um what was this like a couple months ago or a month ago or so and his wife was talking up about how great she was at tetris now i was like all right well come july you'll be able to put your skills to the test and we'll see how you match up with all these other guys and i'll be damned if she didn't you know, prove me or prove her right, I suppose, because she 
killed this challenge and she came in at the last minute it was going back and forth between round two gaming sorry dean and fitnat for the longest time and then she comes in at the 11th hour with this like awesome score and takes the cake so she totally she, she totally billy mitchell that you know where she was just waiting she had like that vhs recording <laughs> yes recorded ready to go and as soon as like someone has sets the record she just completely says oh take a look at this you know i'm just gonna leave this right here uh yeah so do you have anything uh else to say about the beat my score challenge i think we had a good turnout it was going back and forth you know it wasn't uh there wasn't a whole lot of people that chimed no it was in. like watching it was like watching a heavyweight fight basically because they kept going back and forth every yeah. couple of days where you see someone post a new score and then you know another person posts a score and so it's like okay beat me and then dude that's the point of the beat my score challenge is the to go to back see the forth. race to that you know yep. race to that and yeah so uh congratulations to everyone who participated and uh, that was really fun. What's what's next for Beat My Score? Do you know? Uh, as of this moment, uh, I try to line them up with future games of the month. Mm -hmm. So as of this moment, I, I don't think there's going to be one for Journey, unless we want to do a, a race to the end of that one. Uh, but we might have to look to the future of what's coming up right now. As of right now, there's nothing set in stone. Um, but I will I will hopefully get something going within a month or so for the next one. All right, so stay tuned for the next Beat My Score challenge. And now let's uh, switch gears here for a second and go to our two-word reviews from you guys, the clubbers. And now you can leave your two-word review on Twitter with the hashtag CCPortable, or you can leave it in the forums if you want. And uh, we got some good two-word reviews this uh, this month for Tetris DS. So let's get into that. First off, we got Diego Avila. Now this is a Latino lawyer, correct? I just wrote down his name, Diego Boom. Avila, uh, and he said blocked up. <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's uh, talking about Tetris and blocked up, and also a it's a, it's a poop joke, which is great. Yeah. So poop jokes are always welcome here on CC Portable. Mm -hmm. Vintage Video Game Geek said, Tetris sucks. Must be a Columns fan. <laughs> he's totally a Columns. He would be the guy. Who Columns is better. No, I think he's just butthurt that uh, uh, he's not on this episode of CC Portal. Oh, okay, okay. You know, he's, he's just jelly and nervous, mm -hmm. you know, that uh, we're going to have such an awesome guest as yourself, Mr. Ryan. Oh, God, thank you. Uh, and Mr. Buried on Mars, he said 200 lines. Now, I do believe Buried on Mars beat the 200-line challenge. He did. I know he posted that he had he, – he ended it. I saw the credit screen for him. So, yes, he did get 200 lines. Which is a great achievement, and I'm sure he's bragging about it right there. Good on you, Mars. Round 2 Gaming, Dean said numb thumbs. Little rhyming there, and totally true. These, he mm -hmm. was one of the guys that played it for like two hours straight. Mm -hmm. I think anyone would have numb thumbs after that. Mighty Q Dog said, "Perfect puzzler," a little alliteration uh, and an apt description of the game. I think it is a perfect puzzler. Tetris, the game itself. Is there anything that beats the core Tetris gameplay as far as puzzle games? No, it's it's. I'll tell you this. Uh, I. I'll save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. Never mind. I'll just save it for the end. Okay. Save it for the end. Stay Closing tuned, statements. folks. Matt Closing Bandy. Statements. Matt Bandy said, keep spinning, which I believe is the the infinite spin trick, right? Mm -hmm. 
where you can yep. keep spinning over and over and you, you can buy yourself a little time if uh if you're getting up in those high levels and those tetrominoes are really falling you can kind of see what's coming up if you just keep hitting the spinning so it's a good good little tip from matt bandy and chris roberts said don't own so i don't mm. think he played along this month but i think he wanted to chime in anyway mm. Just tell him to trade in one of those any oh, stack of Nintendos for a copy. I'm sure he'll, he'll get you know fair trade for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan, did you have a, a two-word review of your own? I'll keep it simple. It's just portable fun because I had a great time, and two words is really hard to come up with a review for. Well, it's easier than a three-word review, though. Hell, I guess, right? <laughs> Me? I just said I suck because I no. do. I suck at Tetris. And I, I will say this, though. Playing Tetris DS has got me more into Tetris. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't ever go out of my way to play it before. Um, but I, d- I did like this, and I found myself playing it quite a bit. So good on you, Tetris DS. But I suck. No. And that's it. That's Tetris DS in a nutshell. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a good show. Um, I was going to say one thing, I guess, as a closing statement for this game, is sure. leading into the zone, like, you know, like, because I was playing this, like, every day just because i was like it was a goal of mine to get 200 lines and sure. i didn't know if i was gonna do it and i was starting to get frustrated with it um but i'll tell you this i know i've heard people talk about how uh once you start playing tetris you get have dreams about it and i did i had a dream about playing tetris where i and maybe wasn't even no don't you know i wasn't dreaming and playing tetris it seemed like it was like i was looking i clearly remember this dream as i was just looking at something and like, how do I stack this up basically? And I was playing Tetris. I wasn't thinking about that. I was playing Tetris, but I essentially was playing Tetris in the stream, basically just trying to stack blocks up. So I've heard that was a thing that happens. Yeah. And I can confirm that. Yes, it does. It does happen. If you, the more you keep playing Tetris, you will probably eventually have a dream about Tetris. That's crazy. I never had a dream about it, but I did find myself when I would just kind of get lost in thought, I would start thinking about Tetris and like putting stuff together in my mind. So mm-hmm. totally, totally. It's it's definitely one of those games. Now, one of the things I like to do on CC Portable is lead you into something else. So if you like this game, well, maybe you try this as well. That's uh, that's one thing that I think is good because we're done with Tetris DS. Now, what are you going to play next? Well, if you're not going to play the next CC Portable game of the month, maybe you'll try another Tetris game. And if you liked Tetris DS, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to actually not go with another portable version of Tetris. I'm going to go with a home console version of tetris and that is the new tetris for the nintendo 64 have you ever played this ryan uh briefly i do have that one um it's good it's good and for this reason you can get some rock solid four-player tetris going and it Mm -hmm. is fun and that's mainly the reason i'm recommending it is four-player tetris sitting in the living room is just there's there's nothing better literally nothing that's that's it that's the top couch co-op Get the competitions going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so check that out if you get a chance, the new Tetris on the Nintendo 64. Let's talk about what's coming up. we got a little business to discuss. Coming up in CC Portable next month, we're going to be playing Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars for the Nintendo DS or the PlayStation Portable. Finally, we're getting a PSP game in there. Ryan, you going to be playing along? Yes, I, I actually just recently picked it up. I found it at... A sidewalk sale, a loose copy of Chinatown for the PSP. Oh, and I recently right. obtained a copy for the P- I recently obtained a PSP. So that will be like my first official real PSP game I will officially play on this PSP. Wow, I am honored. 
thank you so much for that. Yeah, so chime in on the forums as we play along throughout the month of August. I would love to hear your thoughts. And there's a lot to say about Chinatown Wars. I've been playing it a little bit myself, and I am chock full of opinions already. Nice. And then in September, we will be playing Mega Man ZX alongside CC Prime, which will be also playing a Mega Man game. They're playing Mega Man 2, so I thought we'd do a little combo there, get uh, a double dosage of Mega Man, if you will. And I love that game. Like I said before, it's uh, the first Metroidvania-style Mega Man game, which is, uh, which is great. But, but... The real reason you guys came here was to get the big October game announcement, right? You want to know what's coming up in October. And I know yeah. you can see it, Ryan, because you're looking at the mm -hmm. outline with me. But for the first time in CC Portable history, we've been around since June, which is last month. For the first time, we're going to do a poll where you guys get to decide what game we're playing for October. And of course, October is the month of Halloween. So you always got to do a scary game or a horror themed game or you know something along those lines right so i am going to give you four choices of games that we can play and these are the four games so one gargoyles quest on the original game boy now of course this is the spin-off of super ghouls and or sorry ghosts and goblins um i believe the cartridge club played super ghouls and ghosts correct and this is a, a spin-off of that, so yeah. we would get to uh, talk all things Firebrand. Have you played this game? I have played the second one. Uh, I have Gargoyles Quest 2. I don't have the first one, so it would be one I would have to seek out. Sure. Well, this is one of those um, titles that originated on the Game Boy, much like uh, Kirby. Uh, but Gargoyles Quest is your first choice. Your second choice is another Game Boy game, and that is Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge which I believe is the best Castlevania game for the original Game Boy. I could have went with Castlevania Adventure, but Castlevania 2, it's a little bit harder to find, but it's a much better game and I think would uh, open itself up to better discussion. Plus, it's a Castlevania game. You got to yeah. you you put a Castlevania game out there for October, right? Yeah. I would have got lynched if I didn't have a Castlevania game on this list. And then the next game, going back to the N Nintendo DS. I don't know if you guys are going to be burnt out on the DS by then. But I thought I'd throw it out there anyway, and that is 999, which is, what is it, nine doors, nine people, nine hours, <laughs> something like that. Uh, as long as it isn't 666, we're okay, right? Exactly, yeah. So this is the first in the, um, uh, what is it, the Nonary Games series, or Zero Effect, that's what it is, the Zero Effect series, which is kind of like a visual novel, you get to choose different paths, it's, it's kind of like a, you're familiar with escape rooms, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like an escape room, but in game form. So that should Ooh. be pretty fun. I've never played it, but everybody speaks very highly of it. And then the last choice is going to be Resident Evil Revelations for the 3DS. Now, this is of course, been ported to other systems, which makes it readily available. Maybe you want to try it on the PS3, for instance. But it was originally intended for the 3DS, and I had to put a Resident Evil game on there. And if this is chosen as the game for October. I am going to do my darnest to get none other than Low Burton to be my very special guest so we can go back and forth talking all things Resident Evil. Well, this already gets my vote. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, see, but I don't, I don't want to... Look, look, if it doesn't you get should, chosen... You're going to have to edit this out then. I'm telling you. I don't, I knew I this, you know. 
You just, you know, you just, you're a, I think you just say, you know, put your, dug yourself a hole. No, no, there's, there's, these are all great games. These are all great games. And if Lo doesn't get to be on that one, she'll be on another episode. I promise you that. I'm not, I'm not leaning one way or the other. I think these are four great choices and I would love to play any of them. Just um, keep so in mind too, folks, that I guess Castlevania, because is that, this is for, this is for October, correct? Correct. So that would be lining it up with Super Castlevania 4. Oh my goodness. So you have a, a, a chance to have another combo for the month of October. And it's all up to you. So I'm going to run this poll on Twitter with the hashtag CC Portable so you guys can find it uh, throughout the month of August. So you're going to have all of August to uh, vote on what you think should be the October game. You can tell your friends to vote, try and you know stack the odds for one game, whatever one you want to play. But uh, make sure you get out there and vote on what we're going to play in October. And with that, we come to the end of the show. I'm going to give a shout-out to the Cartridge Club, which is hosting us. You can check out the forums at cartridgeclub.org, and please share your experiences alongside us. I've said that enough throughout this podcast. And as always, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Curtis Freisel. And let me know what games you'd like to play, or if you want to be a special guest like my good friend Sauce here. And speaking of my good friend Sauce, where can we find you? And what would you like to plug, Mr. Ryan Glenn? Uh I will just plug the CC Hangouts, which I am on usually every week, which is on Tuesday nights, summertime around 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at It's Rocket Sauce. That's where mostly I do my post stuff. If I do anything, usually go straight to Twitter. So, Awesome. Short, sweet, and to the point. Thank you for being here, Sauce. Oh, and I want to say happy birthday. You set oh, aside you. time on your the, the day of your birthday, which is today. And I want to say happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what better way to end with a little happy birthday. And until next time, guys, CC Unite. The only thing is I forgot to talk strategy, but whatever. That's fine. Because I was going to say like what I did basically to try to get there, which was just keep spinning. And then I I always would save the long blocks to drop later. You uh, put that in the hold side, right? Yeah. yeah. And then what's called like how towards the end was coming down faster. Just keep spinning it. And if you didn't find anything, you, I would quickly alternate so I can keep spinning. But. That's oh, fine. I never even thought about that. That's a good. Uh, that's a good as long as it's not locked in place, you can quickly flip it and yeah, like, it gives you more you time like, to find a better location in a hole. What if you screw yourself over and take like a crappy piece that's being held? It sometimes happens, but you know, if you keep spinning it, you can keep going back and forth, left and right. If you keep spinning it back and forth all over the stack, I try to keep as level as I could. Uh, but then eventually, like I said, like sometimes, like as long as you keep spinning, you can look up and then see if. You look at the the piece that's yeah. holding. If you have any better options of laying it anywhere over your, over your, the the Tetris stack. Right. Oh yeah, that's so. good. Is that how you got to two hundred lines? It was. It did help me. So. Well done. Well done. Yeah.